Welcome to the Wrestling Guy Podcast. I am your co-host, Hector El Chido Canales, with... RJ, Sick Boy Santos. And... The winner of the submission match, Lord Alfred Shakes. And... Matt. <laughs> That's just Matt? Yeah, just Matt. Just Matt. All right. And please, drum roll, please. Brrr, our host with the most, David. The wrestling guy. I'm a little upset today. Why? What's, what's going on now? I'm a little heartbroken because, um, first of all, you guys have Kofi Kingston right here in front of me. Kofi Mania. Oh, man. We're going to start this early. Huh? Start well, you know, uh, a week has passed, WrestleMania, and, and i just like to say, you know, I, I've been thinking for weeks now, and when I woke up this morning, guess what I found out? It's a new day. Yes, it is! You know what? I don't like any of you guys. <laughs> I should have thrown you guys off the podcast when you when you cheated me out of my submission win. I cheated you. Yes. I should have thrown you off the podcast. I should have thrown you off the podcast when you please, everybody. Please accept the law. Sometimes you just got to be the bigger person and accept the loss for what it is and keep trying. I I don't know how I invited these two, RJ and Matt, because they support you guys, too. It's a very sad day, you know. You know, what we got to do is... It's not a good day. How can you guys say it's a good day? We got to get you guys back in the ring, then. And instead of me putting submissions on you guys... Maybe you guys could try it out on your on each other. Yeah, you know, what, what? maybe maybe something like that. Maybe like a match. Maybe like a match. Welcome RJ, who is a Santino Brothers alum, right? Is that how you say it, alum? Yep. yep. All right. And Matt, who's our wrestling guy, store bodyguard. Make sure nobody gets out of line here during security. <laughs> well, all right. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Well, let's talk about first. Are, are you sure you're okay to talk yeah, about Kofi Mania? Sure. You sure? My referee is the blindest actor. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, do you remember the last time you insulted Hector? What happened to you? You took a nice little nap in the ring, didn't you? Anyways. How, how, by the way, um, have you been walking around recently with just one shoe all this time? Yes, I have. Okay. I just, <laughs> I took me, why we haven't done a podcast in two weeks? Because I still can't find my damn shoe. Look at this. <laughs> See, if, if you would have just stayed in the ring and you know, not insulted anybody. Uh, did you anybody watch NXT TakeOver on Friday? Yes, I did. Did you watch? I watched a little bit. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was great. The best show of the weekend. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It I thought it was better than WrestleMania. Right? Yes. Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Really pulling for Cole, though. All right. Old school. That was the best two out of three falls I've seen in forever. It's a great story. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed like Adam Cole didn't win, so, you know, I wanted so him I. to be NXT champion. I it just wasn't my weekend. It, you know, it was almost as epic as a Hogan Savage match. I got to say. Which, look at Hector's not saying anything because he's eating his cookie. And that's okay. <laughs> anyway. You know, yeah. Hector and I, we, we do we do have, uh, you know, that, that in common that we, that we feel that WrestleMania Five, Hogan Savage was was a very epic match. Mm-hmm. Which is your all right? Let's let's go down around the table. Start with RJ. Your favorite WrestleMania and favorite WrestleMania match of all time. Favorite of all time, it has to be Stone Cold versus Brett WrestleMania Thirteen. All right. First time double champion. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. 
Austin, you know, I know how it feels to submit, pass out while, you know, while you're oh, putting a sharpshooter. Oh, yeah, so do I, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hector, what's your favorite WrestleMania? My favorite? Um, probably uh, Shakes over here is going to agree with me. WrestleMania five. I Ho- agree. Hogan versus the champion, the Macho Man. Yeah, that's mine too. I don't know how you guys like that match. Mega powers explode, yeah. All it had was a buildup. The oh, kind of like the yes movement. Kind of like the yes movement, right? No. It was just a buildup. It was no, there was no wrestling in that match. What a big boot and an elbow from the top rope. Whoopie freaking dude! Let me get an elbow from the top rope. Hogan kicks out. Hooks up. Look, man. Every and then ever a, since what I did the one, two. Oh, come on. Ever know. since I pressed record, <laughs> you've just been digging into me, what? digging into me. I'm going to have to put you in the sharpshooter again. Can I, can I ask you a question? What part of the head did you kick him in? Because I think you might have moved something in there. <laughs> can somebody defend me here? I, come on. I'm trying to defend you. There must be some. There must have been a sweet spot that he hit you in the head that, that must have locked, knocked the screw loose or something. Any match that had Hogan in it, in my opinion, it's not a great WrestleMania match. That's all I'm saying. Well, WrestleMania 5 was. No. WrestleMania 18. <laughs> WrestleMania 3. Uh, WrestleMania 19 versus Vince McMahon. There's so many. It, see, wrestling. It's gotta be WrestleMania 3, man. That body yeah, WrestleMania it's, 8. Flair it's, versus wrestling's Savage. It's not just about how many moves you do, it's about the story that's told in the ring. Exactly. It's about the drama. It's about making people. Believe once again to draw in that audience, draw in that imagination. I can't argue because I have two wrestlers right here, <laughs> RJ and Hector. I, have, I can't argue with them on that. They're wrestlers. What can I say? But you guys gotta agree with me. How do you? Hogan did not have a great WrestleMania match for five. Or any, which one? Any WrestleMania. He only body slammed Andre. He only, Andre, he only, he only, yeah, because so many people have done that, right? <laughs> only body actually, friend. they have. They, they actually <laughs> uncovered a bunch of footage. Of, oh, really? They, they have. have. Thank body, you very much. Hey, Cesaro, really? Cesaro could pick up Andre. Cesaro's a freak. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that guy's a, Cesaro guy's body a monster. Sl- what, what about Bundy? Hi. Cesaro body slammed uh, Big Show. He, he, bought, yeah, he, he eliminated Big Show with the body slam at, the, at uh, WrestleMania. So thank you very much. So does that mean Cesaro had a great WrestleMania match? No, it does not. Well, it doesn't Cesaro ma- can wrestle circles. That, again, over. it's not about the moves. It's about it's <laughs> about the story that's being told. If you look at WrestleMania three, the story that builds up to it, like most of the story was told outside of the ring. That's Once true. you get in the ring, the drama that that escalates. You have a giant, a seven foot four giant, who just months ago had back surgery. He's basically being held up by a back brace underneath his singlet. Yep. And he goes in there and they're still able to tell a story. And people were still engaged. This is this is different from what you saw earlier in that night, which was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus the Macho Man, which another is probably still... Match. Huh? Another? another I thought yeah, another match. One of the greatest Intercontinental Championship matches of top all right time. Right. Actually, top three. Yeah, top three, yeah. Top three. I agree with you. I, I give it number. I, I make it number two. Wasn't Daniel Bryan an Intercontinental no, I, I Championship uh, one at one time? Did yes. he make that list? He was. In, he got injured. Did he make that a list? A little bit after. I'll give you, you this one. He never lost. That's right. He never lost. Yeah, that's right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I almost walked into that one. I was going to say, he never lost a, mat, a title. And then I remember it. <laughs> but I gave it to, I think, yeah, I would agree. Savage and Steamboat has to be in the top three WrestleMania matches of all time. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your favorite WrestleMania match? That was it. Savage, was yeah, Savage and Steamboat. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 3. Well, you know, what's yours before I announce mine? Mega Powers Explode. WrestleMania 5. That's already... From a panel of five people, it's got two votes. Yeah. Anyway. The mega powers explode. Yeah. The best WrestleMania match of all time. Mm. My favorite WrestleMania match of all time. It's tough to pick because, you know, there's there's so many great ones. Uh, you know, you have <laughs> you have Stone Cold and, and Brett. You have uh, Steamboat and, and Savage. You have Austin and Rock. Uh, you have them what from seventeen? Seventeen. Seventeen. I I liked <laughs> seventeen a lot. When I just didn't like that Austin didn't turn uh, back on Vince. I thought he should turn on him. It's just done. But I have to go with. This was a tough one for me. But I have to go with um, Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton from WrestleMania Thirty. Uh, you know, had a great build up. Thank you. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it had a great build-up. Okay. It was I, a tri- uh, one of the greatest triple threat matches in WrestleMania history. Don't worry about that, uh, Chris Benoit, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. That's number two. Oh, uh, my gosh. Come on. Yeah. Uh, you know, it had a great build-up. Daniel Bryan wrestled twice, and I didn't ever see Savage wrestle twice in uh, WrestleMania. Oh, Brett did. Uh, Brett WrestleMania did. 4? Brett. <laughs> Savage, Savage did it, what, three times? Yep. In one night? WrestleMania 4, baby. Yes. Okay, maybe I walked for the championship. <laughs> maybe I walked that into one. that one. I forgot about that. Uh, Brett did. Oh come on, he was wrestling Yokozuna. No, he wrestled Owen. Yes, and, and then, lost. And but, then Yokozuna. But Daniel Bryan had to wrestle Triple H. Okay. And then so. Randy Orton and Batista. That's three tough guys in one night. That's evolution, man. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. All he needed was Ric Flair. Even though Daniel Bryan is the and modern I'm, day Ric Flair. I'm sure he couldn't beat Ric Flair either. He's the modern day Ric Flair? <laughs> modern day Ric Flair. Uh, so that's <laughs> I'm like, modern day Ric Flair. You, you are talking about the Nature Boy Ric Flair, right? Yeah. Nature? Yeah. Nature? Yeah. Hey, let's, what was I like that? To call WrestleMania? Him, I remember. I like to call him Dan. Um, <laughs> it was for the World Heavyweight Let's title. not go into that match. Um, Daniel Bryan, he like, goes for a kiss, right? He turns around, and then what happens? Actually... What WrestleMania was that? Twenty five. If everybody remembers correctly, that was I think that was twenty eight, right? WrestleMania twenty eight. I don't really. Wait, what happened? What happened in that Daniel Bryant WrestleMania super kick. I mean, uh, Sheamus bro kicked him and won the match in what ten seconds? Six seconds. Six Six seconds. seconds. Like six seconds. Really, you guys have to rub it in? Yeah. No, I'm just telling you, it was six seconds. And didn't he have AJ Lee with him? That it was AJ yeah, Lee's fault. No, it wasn't AJ Lee's fault. Right? Kiss of death. I'm sure all of you guys would take the kiss, though. No. I would. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, you know, Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton, the greatest triple threat match in WrestleMania history. Uh, in my opinion, best WrestleMania match of all time. Now you fast. And by the way, that day that you're talking about when he wrestled Sheamus. Uh-huh. That was actually the birth of the Yes Movement because you remember the next night on Raw, that's when the fans tried to hijack the show because they were upset that Daniel Bryan took that loss. And the Yes Movement started that night. 
So thank you very much. You see, Daniel Bryan, the greatest WWE champion <laughs> of all time. <laughs> but you know, going real quick back to yeah. WrestleMania, wasn't it crazy this weekend? Uh, Hector put the video up, but I'm sure we all saw it on the Hall of Fame. That guy that attacked Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Yes. Oh my goodness, man. Now you know, right? I, I'm I'm not gonna comment on that because for you know. The obvious reason, like, I, I don't need to give attention to someone who, who's got to try to make a name for himself off of someone else in that situation. So I, I'm not going to comment anymore on that. What did you think when you watched it? I mean, I, I thought Bret Hart had a heart attack or something in the ring. That's what I, I thought, saw, too, when it went black. I just saw someone come in, and the camera just cut. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? And then I just see people posting stuff, and like, oh, thanks. What an idiot. Yeah. That guy. Thank well, you. what makes you jump in the ring? I mean, it's a big ceremony too, man. You don't do that shit. But I'm wondering, like, what goes across somebody's mind when you have Ronda Rousey's husband sitting there, first one on the scene, right? man, and a whole bunch of then you have Braun Strowman. Actually, it was Biggie, uh, Shane McMahon. I'm just like, I think Devon was the first one there, except he got caught up on the ropes as he's trying to grab the guy. Like his face hits the ropes, bounce back. And then dives in. But by that time, Ronda Rousey's husband's already pounced on him. And then you see Shane McMahon pounce on him, Shane, too. Shane was ready to go. Yeah, Shane yeah. Was ready to go. He's an OG right there. <laughs> he was that. like, the hell? You, you're not ruining this ceremony. <laughs> and I got to tell you, um, I uploaded it. WE, half an hour later, took it down. Uh, I uploaded it again before it could even go public, before it could even get one view. WE was on it. They were on it right right after that. I tried two more times. Before I went to sleep, I thought, okay, maybe someone fell asleep too. Yeah. And they did. <laughs> so when I woke up at, uh, what was it, uh, like 6.30 in the morning to hit the gym, I looked at it. It had like 200,000 views already from like uh, European countries, uh, uh, Middle East countries, because you know it had it was like Farsi written in Farsi, and I, I don't read it. Yeah. You know? uh, and so many comments. How could this guy do this? How? And people across the globe, all just he got what he deserved. I wish someone, one guy even just straight out said, I wish this guy would have, someone would have killed this guy. <laughs> It was just so disrespectful to do that to, yeah. to Bret Hart, yeah. especially Bret Hart. And the guy only did it for attention. Attention. Yeah, especially for, for Natty's dad, too. Man. Yeah. So disrespectful for that. So disrespectful. But you know what? They didn't let that stop. Bret kept going on with the speech. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you saw uh, Rockstar Spud, yeah. oh, what's, what does oh, he go by? Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Maverick, yeah. He goes, like, he tried to, hey, let's get this back to where the important thing is and yeah. that's to celebrate the careers of these men yeah. who have entertained so, so many billions people. and trillions yeah. you know uh i give worst speech of the night to uh <laughs> our favorite growing up actor yeah, it broke my heart to see brutus the barber beefcake oh, he looked like what is it? They, what's the saying a deer uh a deer in the headlights yeah he was like <laughs> He should that's just rough. thank that's Hogan. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time he he like he noticed, oh no one's uh, no one's paying attention. It looks like they're falling asleep. I, I better say somebody somebody's name who's popular. Yeah, 
Hulk Hogan. Yay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll keep uh, ranting, ranting, ranting. Oh, they're falling asleep again. They're falling asleep. Um, um, uh, Baron Corbin. <laughs> Boo. Just to get a reaction, yeah, right? Yeah. It, and it was so sad. Me and uh, Shakes were watching it here. One of the few times we get along. And we were watching it here at the at the store, and we see uh, everybody's getting a pop, right? Hogan gets a, a pop, which I was surprised. He got, like, such a big reaction. And uh, Brutus comes up, and it's, like, just crickets. Like, <laughs> yeah, And he's doing his dance, like, everybody's looking at him. And by that time, everybody probably popped out their phones, like, mm-hmm. I think even, like, some, didn't we see some of the wrestlers weren't even paying attention yeah, to him? They were just, just like... Who the hell is this guy? I think Braun Strowman was sitting there like, you're doing great. <laughs> like, really bad. You know, you two as being wrestlers and performing in shows, Are you ever, have you ever been afraid of getting that reaction when you walk out from the curtain? Yes. I don't know about my, you. My debut, yes. I was like, oh, man, if there's crickets out there, I'm dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even, if I, even when I wrestle up north and stuff, I'm like, oh, crap. If there's no reaction at all, it's like that's like the worst uh, wrestler's worst nightmare. Yeah, Walking out yeah. Crickets, man. yeah. Like, uh. Well, I mean, that, that's <laughs> like for me, it's um, at least uh, I always like it's the spectacular thing of I come out as one character and then I flip it around. Especially the the last few years before I stopped wrestling, uh, that's what it was. It was like, let me show you what I got. I'm gonna come out all nice with my shirt and like, hey, hey. And then when they ring that bell, the shirt's getting torn off. I got my stripper pants. I tear those <laughs> off. And I got my pink tights underneath. And I'm celebrating, you know, like yeah. it's 1999, you know? And so um, <laughs> it, that's when I knew, like, okay, I got that reaction. But I was always, like, the, the character I played in Caucasian markets, since they're very PC, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, no, 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 Timmy, do not applaud for that. You know, like the parents telling the, the kids, yeah. like, I remember wrestling at a show that it was Latino on one side and Caucasian on the other. I got such a sweet reaction from the Latino crowd. They were, yeah, yeah, while well, the other side, oh, are we, oh, oh my gosh, do we, do we applaud? Yes, just. Just very soft. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just very soft. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, the, like, it's it's so... It's like a nightmare for a wrestler to go out there and you try to do your thing. And you go to, like, listen to the crowd. And you could hear a person go... I was going to ask you, have you guys ever gotten a... A Brutus the Barber beefcake reaction? Yeah, I have. I have. I haven't got there yet. No? Not yet, not yet. <laughs> my character is so in your face, you know what I mean? I come out with all this, and then I'm small, so they're like, oh, yeah, little guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I got that on my, on my, on my back, so I'm cool. <laughs> right, for right now. I'm, like, you know, I'm just myself. <laughs> I, I came out, I'm not really Mexican, right? And uh, I'm playing. What? Uh, no, I'm, I'm Salvadorian. I'm Central this is American. Like finding out Razor Ramon's not Cuban. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the deception. Right? But I'm coming out in the Mexican colors. You're not gay either. Nah, bro. Oh. Was 
Is that why you sent me that invite? Sorry. <laughs> Let me go back. Let me go on Instagram and fix it. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, so then uh, uh, I come out. This was like really the first year I'm wrestling. And I was getting used to like, I, I would uh, wrestle at fair shows. You know, that's how you start off wrestling at fair shows for 45 minutes. And then you could hear a guy selling tacos and <laughs> hot dogs and churros, churros. And so, and the people are drunk anyways, just yeah. going around like, oh yeah, bit them up. And uh, so I got used to people just chanting Mexico, Mexico. And then so I go to a show where the people actually show up to pay to cheer, to watch some wrestling. And I come out, Mexico, Mexico. And I stop to hear the chants. And all I hear is my echo. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was tough. I, was like, oh, I, I felt like such a goof. Mexico, come on, Mexico. Boo! <laughs> Shut up! Pocho! Oh, man. Pocho, I don't know if you know what Pocho rough means. Crowd, That's a rough crowd. Yeah, <laughs> That's, uh, yeah I, right there, I was like, I, I, you know when, when your parents um, are about to whip you and your yeah. ears turn really hot and, you know, and you're afraid? That's how I felt the whole match, man. That was horrible. <laughs> I heard, uh, that's how Brutus felt. <laughs> no, he looked happy the whole time. <laughs> oh, they're quiet. I'm going to get my scissors. <laughs> I think he felt worse at WrestleMania in front of that. What, 70, 80,000 and oh no one goodness. even... Imagine yeah. silent with that. Oh, my no one even acknowledged them. <laughs> they're like, you go what? The Harlem Heat. Yeah! Brutus, the barber beefcake. And they did that real fast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he had that yes, awkward look. Yeah. <laughs> and he had that look like, get the camera off now. Come on, get the camera off. That was real bad. Then we had, so that was the Hall of Fame. I thought the, the best speech of the night. Oh, no, we had a surprise of the night. The most beautiful woman in all of wrestling, in all of the world, in my opinion. Tori Wilson! Yes. Yes. Notice he got the Brutus the Barber beefcake reaction. <laughs> Did you notice that? Stacy Keebler returned to WWE and inducted her best friend, Tori Wilson. How great did Stacy Keebler look? Come on. Uh, it was on, the only person that outshined her was Tori Wilson. Uh, like, because, yeah, she looked so beautiful captivating and then i seriously i completely forgot all about her when tori wilson step went down that aisle and went up those steps my eye I, I didn't even blink bruce barber beefcake <laughs> that's gonna be the new thing you ever had an entrance no one reacts just <laughs> I mean, just mention Hulk Hogan, you'll be all right. Oh, man. <laughs> and strut to the ring. Jimmy Hart! Jimmy Hart! <laughs> he should have mentioned Stacy. He probably would have gotten a pop of the night. Maybe. Maybe. Stacy looked great. Um, she, she did. She, yeah. she does not age. She does not. not she looks exactly We were texting same. each other. Remember yeah. I told you, like, what's going on? Like, yeah. like <laughs> this is 14 years later. Yeah. Honky Tonk Man look. I love good. that Honky Tonk yeah. Man yeah. stayed in gimmick, too. Good. Yeah, he did. But I like that he stayed in gimmick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was and the first guy that mentioned Hogan, too. <laughs> he yeah. really was. Well, he kind of 
he tried not to mention him, yeah. you know? Yeah. Unlike Brutus, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> the Hulkster, Terry Bollea. Yeah. Even Harlem Heat looked good. Yeah. Stevie Ray looked good. Yeah. Uh, Booker T with the fresh beard. Yeah, Booker T. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought for a while when Stevie Ray was talking, I thought we were going to get the... I started seeing uh, flashbacks of Mr. T for a little second. Oh, man. Kept interrupting Booker a little bit. Well, Booker's I think Booker like, I, I think Booker really wanted him to shine that night. Yeah. And so that's why he said very little. You yeah. know, again, he, he he set it up. He said, you know, I always want to be like my brother. I wanted to do everything my mm-hmm. brother did. And, and mm-hmm. so without introduction, you know, here's my brother, you know. And yeah. then he lets the brother talk. And then DX had probably the funniest of uh, the night, I guess. That was, that was a funny speech. Yeah. I like how they were little jabs at each other. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like little jabs. The piss hand of a company. Ain't yeah, <laughs> that was, oh, man. Uh, yeah, but but Xbox couldn't hold it together. Oh, well, fine, and, and, and I gave them a lot of credit for doing that. You know, they, they could have just easily said, oh, you know, in China. But, you know, they, they took the time to, to appreciate that mm-hmm. she was part of the group. To truly acknowledge yes, her. Yes, yes. I, I love that. You know, because mm-hmm. China did. She's intercontinental champion. Right? Yeah. And oh, women's champion. And women's champion, yeah. yeah. First ever. She also, I think. Was she the, won the Battle Royal. Though. Yeah. She was also the first woman ever to compete in a King of the Ring. First and only woman, I think, right? Yes. To ever compete. And first woman in the Royal Rumble. And the first woman to ever be in the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, you had to. If they didn't mention her, I was going to be kind of like this. I mean, not mention her, but. The way they mentioned her and acknowledged her was more than I expected. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad they did yeah. that. That that was really, really, really nice of them. Really classy, uh, and it looked like they all broke down. I'm guarantee, I'm pretty sure Triple H slept on the couch of his hotel room that night for breaking down while he's talking about China in front of his wife. That but, was the highlight of my night. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I like how, how did you see how he made it up to Stephanie by saying Stephanie forever. forever. <laughs> but you know he said that with, with he said that with a lot of heart too because yeah. I mean it, it seemed like it was difficult for he didn't him to say sleep on the damn couch. But I mean, would you? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was really nice. Uh, everything that they did, uh, I like like you guys said the way they threw jabs at each other yeah. about the AEW and you know Vince McMahon not being able to fire him. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it's friendly competition for them. And, and then we had, of course, WrestleMania. And then, of course, the there was no highlight of the night for me because, well, nothing went my way. So we don't need to even you talk about like it. You like me at WrestleMania 30, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, there was a new uh, champion crown that, that night. What disappointed you at WrestleMania 30? Oh, my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> My childhood died. <laughs> yeah. Let's not bring that up. <laughs> it, it was kind of like well, the, uh, da- Daniel Bryan losing the championship for WrestleMania, right? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know what? I, I remember WrestleMania 30 when Undertaker lost that match. Mm-hmm. We were sitting, we were watching it in the store. We had just, this was our s- the second WrestleMania. We didn't watch the, 29 was the first WrestleMania that when we were open. So 30 was the second one. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were standing at the counter. And I was just chit-chatting about, like, random stuff because I was like, all right, Undertaker, Brock. I'm watching it, but chit-chatting. And I see Brock do the, I think, what, he did three F5s? So I think he did the first one. I was like, all right, kick out. Second one, I'm like, all right, cool. Third one, I'm like, oh, there he's going to kick out. And I see the referee go one, two, three, and I went, oh, shit. I was like, what the hell? Dead silent, that whole. Yeah. Yeah. Double places, yeah. My goodness. 
Yeah. It was like Brutus Beefcake walked out. <laughs> no, because this this was a reaction. Brutus Beefcake had no reaction. <laughs> Crickets. No, th- this was Crickets. a reaction of you don't even know what to say. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I was watching it at home, and I was like, did they mess up? Yeah. yeah. I was like, come on, man. Nobody could believe it. And you see it. the guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like no, really? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I thought it was a botch. Even Heyman did it. You, you had to have one at least good moment at this year's WrestleMania. At this year's WrestleMania? I know there's, I know there's one. Um, I, was really, yeah, I was really surprised by the results. I was surprised Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar opened the match, which came yeah. fi- found out later that I was right. Because I said, I guarantee you Brock Lesnar probably went to Vince and said, if I'm not going on last, you better put me on first so I can get out of here. And sure enough, that's pretty much what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think kind of hurt AJ and Randy Orton's match a little bit because I honestly thought it was a good match. I think, the, I think two things hurt that match. The fact that Rollins and Brock just like took all the emotion from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then I think, so that kind of hurt them. And then I think that bright light that they had. Oh, yeah. Oh. I heard about that. Yeah. Right. And, I, I, and I know f- I had friends that went to the Royal Rumble in Arizona, and they had the same problem. It's just oh. a bright light. It's it's just, yeah. So I think the my favorite moment of the night, though, it's very iconic that night. Um, and I was very happy that the Iconics won the, t- the women's tag team title. You know, I've noticed that a lot of Iconic fans are really sensitive. <laughs> I'm not sensitive. You know you did lose a submission match to me. Oh, here we go again. You cheated. That was my highlight of the night. You see what I say? Iconic fans are sensitive. <laughs> the Iconics winning. They were the only ones that should have won that match. Um, Beth Phoenix and Natalia? I mean, yeah. Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Let's talk about talent here, not just people that they interject into a match just to fill it in. I mean, the comics are cool. But, uh, you know, I, I was going for uh, Natalia and Beth Phoenix for that one. Sasha. Sasha? Hector? I was going for um, neither. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, honestly, it's just, um, if anything, I wish. Sasha and Bailey would have just kept it because they need to establish the championship. Yeah. And you don't establish the championship by giving it to a couple of girls who are not very as as good as Bailey and Sasha, as good I as agree. Beth and Natalia. At least as good as Natalia. Yeah, Natalia alone. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, build up the prestige. Instead of, oh, they're over, just give them the title. Look at where the title the title came down when they gave it from Hulk Hogan to the Ultimate Warrior. Yes, it did. It went down when they gave it to Savage. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you, that was a Bruce the Beefcake. Bruce, yeah. <laughs> Bruce the beefcake. Wait. Uh, you, oh, you forgot to do oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I agree that they need to build up the tag titles. I think they booked the women's tag titles wrong from the beginning. I think they should have put it on the Iconics first. At no. The elimination no, chamber. No, no, no. No, I'll tell you no, why. No. Look, you, you just I, said I'm it telling earlier. you, these iconic no, fans wait, wait, are no, sensitive. Wait. You guys said it earlier. It's more. It's not just about the in ring. It's also about the 
the gimmick and the performance and the iconics from when they debuted on the main roster till now are much better. And if you watch them in NXT, they were much better than they are now as far as uh, mic work and everything else. Compared to whom? No, if you watch them in NXT, you would see a dip- there's a huge difference between the NXT iconics no, no, I, and, and I get that, but, but compared to whom? Compared to any tag team up there right now. No. Which, ta- look at Sasha and Bailey. It's t- I've always been old school. I hate two people just thrown together just for the hell of it be thrown together. Because you have nothing for them. So you see, you're see, you saying Tamina and I Jax weren't, yeah, there was weren't no meant point. to be a team? No. The dynasty right there. I, I like it. Exactly. For, no, I like it as a one-time thing or a little thing but I don't think I would have rather I give it to Natty and, and Beth because they were known as what the hey the you know doom or whatever they were I, I would have put it on the Bellas if, if I had to, instead of the Iconics it, but it would make more sense That's for the Bellas because it has more meaning no but the Iconics are the only true tag team in the women's division besides the Riot Squad okay then maybe we should have put the Riot Squad in Yeah, the Riot Squad, bro. (laughs) I mean, they're the ones putting... They're the ones... Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which one's which. I know Liv is the... Liv's the pink hair. Yeah, she's the beautiful one. (laughs) She's the beautiful one. She's the knockout one, right? You got to... I love Ruby Riot. Right? I think Ruby Riot. No, Ruby... No, no, but Ruby Riot... Somebody ruined it for me. They told me she looks like Peter Avalon. I've been been tarnished for me. No, but Ruby Riot is (laughs) Ruby Riot is a spectacular wrestler. I agree. agree. Man, I am so disappointed that they had to use her to get Ronda. Ronda over everybody over. But that's how good she is. Yes. Yes. I agree. Too bad that that's what they do. Like, oh, let's actually, you know, Natty passed the torch to Ruby, I guess, because Natty used yeah. to be the one that they used to yeah. build up. She was the mechanic that yeah. always made everybody look good. And but so maybe, now Ruby writes the modern day one that you know you got to go through Ruby if you're going to become a star. But maybe it's the same thing where maybe as as, as a company WWE doesn't see Ruby Riot the same way we do. We iconics <laughs> should be the tag team champions. That's all I'm saying. They should have been the tag team champions since the elimination. Either them or the Riot Squad. Riot Squad. It's Riot either Squad. one of them, I think, because they established the fact that you have tag teams. And, you know, that's why I used to hate it when they used to put Shawn Michaels and John Cena and then they beat a legit tag team. Yeah. You know, it yeah. irritates me. You know, I'm like, come on, you have actual tag teams. If you're going to push this division, push it with actual So you're tag saying the bar is not an actual tag team? At first and they you liked weren't, them, but they you weren't. liked them. At right? first they weren't, but now they, you know, they jump. So, look, like I'm gonna be honest, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. <laughs> get ready. Here we go. <laughs> Is it gonna be iconic? No, I'm, no, it's gonna be iconic for me. Sasha Banks, NXT Sasha, WWE Sasha, two different people. Her in-ring work in NXT was ten times better. Than what she it's had, been in WWE. She had like no limits. That's why yeah. she's like, do what you want. But see, for me, I see her. That's why when people say, oh, she's threatening to quit, I'm like, oh. So let her quit. Let her quit. Because look, you look at Charlotte, and for me, Charlotte easily could have been like, I'm a flair. I don't have to do anything. You know, I'm I'm Rick Stoner. I'm going to get a push of, the push of a lifetime. She. It looks to me like she works... She worked harder when she came on the main roster. She didn't just stay complacent, you know? She didn't say, like, oh, I'm good already. I'm on the main roster. Becky Lynch, another one. I think that's why she got over because she was like, I can do two things. Leave 
threaten to quit and leave, or I'm going to get myself over because I'm tired of not getting the push. And she did. She got herself over. She did this whole man thing. She was supposed to be a heel. The fans said, the hell with that. We're not going to boo you. She went on Twitter. She called out Ronda. She got herself into the main event at WrestleMania. I, for me, I always thought when they put the tag titles on Sasha and Bailey, it was predictable. It, I felt like it was like putting them on the revival. We're going to put it on you just to shut you up. Uh-huh. Just so you can yeah. stay happy. Yeah. You know, I, and that's, that's how I felt. So for me, when you tell me, oh, Sasha, I, I go, she could have easily worked hard like Charlotte to get to where she's supposed to be at. And I feel like she's not working hard. Like, I don't feel she's she's reached her potential yet. So you're mm. saying they put it on the iconic the Iconics just to shut them up? I think they put it on the Iconics because I think they saw that, you know, they, they're a gimmick. They're a gimmick team. Fans wanted them. And I think that when they lose it, what is it, the, the saying they always say? It's be, you know, it's always better to see the face chase the heels for, yeah. the, ta- for the championship. Yeah. Yeah. So who's, yeah. which heel team do you have right now that would, besides Nia and Tamina, which I'm thinking if Nia maybe didn't need the double knee surgery, maybe they would have won it. Yeah. 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 Because I would have liked to have seen that. Because now you're like, beat them. Yeah, you're like, okay, which girls are going to yeah, beat them? Exactly. That's kind of like doing the whole, remember the... The what was it? The WrestleMania arcade game. Yeah. Where the Mega Bucks were the main guys you had to beat, and yeah. they had like twice as more uh, energy and yeah. power. That game was so frustrating, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I would sit there for hours on the arcade game. I love the the voiceovers though. When they went to Mean Gene and he's interviewing Andre. No one can beat the Mega Bucks. <laughs> and then it turns to Million Dollar Man. We're in the Mega Bucks, and we're gonna beat everybody. Why did they ever get the actual wrestlers to do this? I don't know, but no those funding. are all no funding. voiceovers. No funding. No funding. So that's what I—that was my opinion on the Iconics and Sasha. If you're talking about work rate, and I'm not a wrestler, I'm just watching as a fan for whatever long—I don't want to say my age—then <laughs> I say the Riot Squad deserves the tag title. Older than most, but. <laughs> If you go by gimmick and personality, then I say the Iconics deserve it. I would have liked to see it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, well, no, I see your point. You don't. It's not too much. Yeah. Not too much. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> just looking at it, especially with what happened the night before during the Hall of Fame speech, Natty Neidhart to win it. Having Bret Hart Definitely. coming out with him and just doing that like that. Yeah. A little presentation. Here's Natty Neidhart winning the tag team titles. You know, for my dad. After, except, you know, for my dad. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, Ju- just that been, that just yeah. for the moment. Yeah, yeah, just for the picture. Yeah. Yeah, just for the tweets. Just for that. And then two weeks later, they lose it to somebody else. You know? Especially. Somebody like, else. Not the Iconics. Yeah, somebody not the else. Iconics. Somebody no. actually deserving of the titles. Like the Riot Squad. Yeah. Oh, Ruby see, Riot and Liv Morgan. That would have been sweet. Yeah. You just have a thing for Liv Morgan. Don't yes, you? I do. Dude, they, <laughs> yes, they have I do. more talent. They have more talent than the Iconics. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm going to hurt a lot of you sensitive Iconic Liv's fans, hot. but they no, I agree. <laughs> well, no. Let me. Let me. T- I think Liv is coming into her own, but I think uh, Ruby's, of course, the most talented of yeah. the three. Yeah. yeah. And then I would say maybe Sarah. Sarah Logan would be. Well, she's the muscle. She's, she's like the, the Roman Reigns. Oh, Sarah Mo- Logan's the muscle now? Yeah. 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 yeah she's out, of, out of the group? Yeah, she's yeah. the muscle. Yeah. yeah. 
She's yeah. like the Roman. She's the Roman of the, of the shield. shield. Yeah. Ruby would be the Rollins. Yeah, Ruby's the Rollins because she's got Work every, rate. Yeah. everything. Yeah. And then Liv is Ambrose. Liv is Ambrose. Liv, yeah. AEW. All right. Um, the shirt company. The shirt. The t-shirt company today. What do you think? What do you guys think? Will they succeed or no? We'll start off with RJ. Uh, I, I like their, their idea because it's a brand, it's a new platform for for like us us to thrive thriving. You know, like new guys like me. It's like oh, it's not just WWE. It's not just you know this. You got a whole new platform now, so I, I'm with it. I hope they succeed because they got some good talent there, you know. Hector, uh, somebody else, somebody else, somebody. Uh, Matt, um, it's hard to say. I mean, because we haven't seen really anything. Now they just established a TV deal, so now we're gonna have some like competition on TV now, which is good, especially for any uh, wrestling fan. It's going to go back to that whole WCW, WWE type of thing. Okay. So, um, it's, but like I said, I mean, it's too hard to tell right now. That, but they do got some major talent over there. So, we'll have to see in the next, how it goes, the first month or two. Shakes. A, what is it? A-W. A- oh, A- A-W. What does that stand for? All Elite Wrestling. Are they all elites? According to... <laughs> I've never heard of them. I'm sorry. Uh, A-E-I-O-U? Or is, is that what it's called? A-E-I-O-U? <laughs> Close. But for guys who, are com- guys who are coming up on the business, like RJ, it is a fantastic and amazing time for him. I mean, it's spectacular. Like, he, he's going to be jumping on it, and you got to be on it. The same way when, TN- when I was coming up, TNA was finally establishing itself. So it was a way, hey, I can't, I'm too small for WWE. Yeah, a guy uh, with, well, with boots on, I'm six feet tall. I was too small for WWE. So now that, you know, the heights had lowered, you know, people are not on the juice anymore. Now I'm out, you know. Now I'm just a trainer, yeah. you know. And a blind ref. And a blind ref. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> so it's a spectacular moment. Jimmy Hart. Time to be a wrestler. The only problem is looking at the AEW roster. You got to be part of somebody's clique to make it in there. You got to be able to brown nose somebody to get in there. I'm sorry, but that's that's how it is. Uh, that's how TNA became for a time. You know, where a lot of guys trying to get in there couldn't get in there because, oh, he's not so-and-so's friend. You know, and it becomes that way in a lot of places. Um, instead of the uh, some of these companies lose sight in, we're a company that needs to make money. It's, it's off the bat, this, this company became... We're a company to give my friend a job. And I think a lot of organizations have lost sight of that because, again, uh, ECW was a very big one where you didn't know who most of these guys were. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden they became big names. And it's like, we you made talent there. And, uh-huh. and then they went into WCW or WWE. And, you know, 
either they 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 stayed afloat or they were just kind of like mm-hmm. lost in the shuffle there. Um, and I think that's what every organization needs to do. I mean, take the no name guys because you never know what you got. I mean, you, you can have some of these known guys that are independents and, and and you know you got talent that really haven't had the the you know the time to to perform and then you got a guy that's that's you know doing all these moves and, and can give a good show and then all of a sudden he's there you know well like going back um to kind of the way i said it uh think back hulk hogan jumping to wcw how many of his of his buddies did he bring along <laughs> too many and how low did WCW get because of that? Yeah. Oh, give my friend a job. Give my fr- oh, give the nasty boys a job. Give uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan a job. Give all the like some of them incredible talent. It's just they didn't go in there to work anymore. Right. They went in there. Yeah, wrestlers ran it. Wrestlers yeah. Ran that place. And that's the problem. That's what I, that's that's what I'm wondering about like. You know how they're gonna do the whole your wins and losses count. I wonder how they're gonna do that with the writing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. That's what I hope. Like, I mean, it definitely makes us hungrier though, like the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, because there there's more, especially right now. I mean, you got let's let's leave Lucha Underground out of it because we don't still, know. yeah, we don't know. But you got MLW, you got AEW, you got WWE. You got New Japan. Uh, you got the heck right now. The European uh, promotions are coming up. You have uh, Impact. I mean, Impact Wrestling. Impact still Honor. around Ring of Honor. So you have all these places to go and make a name for yourself, or go to all of them, kind of like Johnny Impact or Johnny Mundo or John Morrison. John Blackcraft. And- <laughs> and, hey, give it up to the guy. Huh? He's smart. He's yeah. 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 I think with AEW, I'm only as a fan, out of a fan's perspective right now, I, if I were to, as far as interest goes, I know like the indie fans will love it, but it comes to a point where when they ask me, like, what do you think? I just tell them, here's my thing is, you're going to, yeah, you can sell out a pay-per-view and a couple pay-per-views, which is fantastic for them with no names or without even a card announced. But sooner or later, you have to be able to sell out those weekly TV shows. You know? that's, that's the challenge. Yeah. 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 And because that's where the money comes in from money advertising. Comes in. Advertising. Mm-hmm. So as far as, like, for me, it was like WCW didn't hit, like, wasn't competition for WWE until Hulk Hogan made that jump. Yeah, so because far, of the advertising. Yeah. So far, there's nobody that has made the jump where I'm like, oh, sh- this is legit. You know, like, they could have had... AJ Styles, but that didn't work out. You know they could. Well, they got Chris Jericho, but that's kind of—it's already lost its impact. Yeah, I think with Jericho though, I think he's going in with like the Brock Lesnar mentality. But Lesnar's on a different level, in my opinion, yeah. than yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah. You know? Lesnar had the the crossover appeal. Yeah. And and people he wanted was a legit to see. Shooter. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? And Les and and people wanted to see Lesnar back. Exactly. You know, it was one of those things where like, oh, we want to see Brock. So, but I think if you would have taken like an AJ over it, okay, people would have been like, all right, we want to see Omega against AJ. We want to see, uh, you know, or the Usos, the Bucks against the Usos. Oh, man, that, mm, that great, would be nice. Man. Right? Yeah. Or the Lucha yeah. Bros against the Usos. But now you just lost your, you know, the Usos for some reason didn't jump. AJ didn't jump. 
You know, Randy Orton didn't jump. Batista didn't sign when they said they spoke to him. So there, there's got to be something there that is not, uh, what do you call it, catching their attention, I guess, per se. But I hope the success because of wrestlers, like you guys mentioned, like for yourself, you know, you, you're hungry. I know when Lucha Underground came out, a lot of guys from the area, you know, were like Man. excited because so, this was their shot. When, when Lucha Underground started coming up, everyone thought I was gone because I was injured. Yeah. I started hitting the gym harder than ever before. Yeah. I didn't care if, if my, my shoulder wasn't completely healed. I kept to try to get my body back in shape. I show up and I'm being introduced to producers because, you know, like Chavo was helping yeah. me out. You know, like, hey, hey, let me introduce you to this guy. Maybe they'll give you a spot somewhere, you know? And so I'm, I'm going around shaking everybody's hand. And every time I'm shaking, it's like my shoulder's just killing me. And I'm just, I'm smiling, but inside I'm, I'm in such a bad mood. But when you're presented an opportunity, yeah. you gotta you go gotta for it, it, man. You gotta take it. So um, we'll see what happens. Let, well, let's talk a little bit about RJ before we wrap up here. So tell everybody here, we all, we all want to get to know you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm our, uh, I started training at Santino's uh, last year. And uh, never look back. I just I love it there. You know, it's great. Great squad. Great trainers. And, you know. What's What's been the hardest thing that you? I guess what was the the hardest thing that you didn't expect? You know, I know I know you said you did some amateur wrestling. Uh-huh. So from jumping Physi- from amateur to yeah, like physical wise, the hardest thing I it's probably. Not, not the bumps. The bumps are weren't bad, but like running the ropes, I didn't like. I didn't expect to be like that hard. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, my back's bruised. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh cool. And then, but like I'm smaller, so I I have to I have to take bigger steps than everybody. You know, I have to have to have a, a certain footwork. Yeah. You know what I mean. But other than that, I I, I pretty ad- I adapted pretty all right. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> At least well, with the bumps. I mean, take, taking the taking the ropes, hitting the ropes, uh-huh. and uh, I love bouncing off the ropes. By the way, it's, it's just yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's so much fun. It's like yeah. being on a bouncer, you know. <laughs> but taking the now, I've seen you do the swanton. Yeah. But you kind of flip last second where you don't land on your back. You actually land on your stomach. Yeah. Does all any of that stuff like when you first started doing that? Was it Man, like? Man, that that had that was a that was a little rough one. Um, the face bumps were, were rough because I'm not <laughs> used to that. Like, hey, just f- throw yourself and your whole body just free fall like on your face. I'm like, you what? You want me to do what? <laughs> that and then the, the the back bumps too. The high bumps are are, are pretty pretty gnarly too. Yeah. Now you told us your age before we started recording. I'm not gonna say your age, but well, you can guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess wrong like five, six times. Yeah, we all Every, guess wrong. Does, you know. But where, like, what made you get into wrestling? What was it? Like, you were already an amateur wrestler. Mm-hmm. When you got into amateur wrestling, was that because one day you were already thinking about getting into professional wrestling? Okay, funny story was uh, uh, my high school was like, hey, uh, my, my buddy, he was actually the, on the wrestling team in high school. And he was like, hey, you should join the wrestling team. You, you like watching professional wrestling and stuff. You should be a wrestler. I was like, all right, cool. I walked in, met the coach, and I was like, 
looked around, I was like, hey, where's the ring? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then my friend was like, are, are you joking? I was like, did you guys go off ropes and stuff? You teach each other a body slam, right? And they're like, no, not that kind of wrestling, man. Like, amateur wrestling. I was like, oh, like what Kurt Angle does. And I just started <laughs> laughing at me, man. And I was just like, I'm serious. <laughs> I was the biggest dork. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, that's all I knew. That's all I knew. Yeah, that's yeah. all the world. I was stuck yeah. in wrestling. Ever since yeah. I was four years old, man, I saw Razor Ramon versus uh, Bret Hart my first time. Hmm. Oh, that was my first match. I was, I was, I was in the Philippines. I moved here when I was uh, four, uh, three and a half. Uh-huh. I was three years old, uh, flipping through the channels, and then I see two big behemoths, yeah. like on TV, and I'm like, "What is this?" And like, I'm, I've never looked back ever since. That's. Uh, I told you guys that story with me. That's the same thing happened with me. I mean, yeah. uh, I didn't have a remote control. You had to get up and turn the knob. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, did you did you speak English? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was learning, but um, my my accent went away because I came here when I was three. Uh-huh. But like I still I can still speak the language. No, but when you first started watching wrestling, when you first clicked onto oh yeah, Razor I was I was mimicking them. Like I would I would uh, I'd be like oh chico. Like, <laughs> I get in trouble because I, I I get in trouble because I I grab a little like a straw or a toothpick I chuck it at my big brother and we just start like oh man he was like what are you doing his his favorite wrestler was the Ultimate Warrior uh, so he would just grab me I'm so little you know he goes oh, I'm like and then we just fight you know <laughs> and we just you, do, we just right do now that you mentioned so you're so little do you feel like you have to kind of struggle or fight or work for it harder yeah. than others yeah 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 that's yeah i mean i'm in a big i'm in a big man's world uh-huh. you know and i knew that coming in uh and that's one of that's one of the reasons why i kind of started late as a professional wrestler uh-huh. it's because like you know like uh they're, they're always like hey man you're too small you, you can't do that you know they're gonna slam you they're gonna toss you around yeah. i'm like yeah. You know, I joined the high school wrestling team, and then I did pretty good. And then they told me that when I started doing MMA, they were like, uh, "I do MMA, by the way." <laughs> yeah. yeah um, they were like, "Hey, man, those guys," because there was no 125s when I when I started. Uh huh. When I started, there was only 135, 140s, and then you meet either meet in the middle of that weight or you make 135s. I was walking around out of high school, walking around. 120, 122. So I had to eat a little bit more. Like it, they were like, you have to be at least 125 and I'll let you take the fight. Or this person has to make this weight or do you agree to fight? And I was uh-huh. like, yeah, sure. Because that was the lowest weight, 135. And that's all I could fight. And I knew that growing up. I, I had to fight. Uh, definitely like all my life I'd had, I'd had to fight more than I than I had to. I'd have to work more. Than yeah, I had to, you know yeah. I mean? I'm used to that. I'm such a workhorse, you know. Have that workforce mentality. I'm expecting it. You, know? you got my vote. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yes. I, I've always well, especially now that I find out that you're you also fought MMA. Yeah. How'd you get into MMA? My out of out of high school or while still in high school? My, my wrestling coach. Uh, he's he's like a big brother. His name's David Avila. Um, uh, he. He was an MMA fighter. He walked in, like, one time, I remember I was a freshman in high school, he walked in, I was like, he's all tatted up, and he was, like, intimidating, I was like, oh, crap, like, I don't want to mess with that guy, <laughs> and he had to see his ears, I was like, oh, man, what happened to your ears? He's like, don't worry, you'll get these, and I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and lo and behold, I have those, you know. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he was just like, after high school, like I did, I did pretty good in wrestling. I mean, right. I went to yeah, masters and all that stuff. All that. And then he goes, he goes up to me and he's like, "Hey man, you wanna, you wanna fight? You're pretty good. Just take him down and punch him." <laughs> I was like, "Uh, sure." And then he taught me how to box. He taught me how to do yeah. Muay Thai and, and like jujitsu. I got really in, deep into jujitsu game, so that too. Yeah. Now, transitioning from wrestling, high school wrestling, mm -hmm. into MMA, mm -hmm. where you're really punching a guy mm -hmm. into wrestling. Now, now that I, I, like I started training a class, you guys know, um, just a few blocks away, and I told you this before we started recording, that many of these guys that I'm training weren't athletes before this. I've got very few that are athletes and one guy asked me well what can I do to help me out with uh, throwing a realistic punch and I told him watch some boxing you want to look at a real reaction getting punched look at some boxing you want to look at how a real punch is landed watch some boxing some MMA except when you do it take a an inch back yeah. so you're not really knocking the person's head off you know yeah. how you being trained to really knock somebody how is it getting in the ring where you actually have to protect the person i had to i had to adjust everything because in mma and like boxing and all that stuff you go straight you uh -huh. i mean wrestling with big yeah out here yeah. you know and i had to adjust to that and i was like oh okay yeah uh, i get i get uh i get crap for like my teammates and all that stuff there you go he's like hey man you're a little snug <laughs> you know, you're a little, <laughs> know what i mean you're a little you're a little hard you feel a little hard but it's like sometimes people like that too yeah it's, like, yeah. it's, it's something for me to go out uh -huh. you know, it's it's uh yeah it's 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 kind of giving me it, it it wasn't really hard to adjust a little bit because i just think back of my elementary four-year-old self when i would fake wrestle my brother, you know, and I would like do matches with my brother, but you know, that stuff. Since starting wrestling, have you done any MMA? Have you at least sparred? I spar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, do I, you get that, like, you have to readjust from doing the... Sometimes. Sometimes, because like, uh, I'm at Santino, sometimes I like, like four, four days, three days a week, you know, I'm training every day, and then, uh, like sometimes I go to the MMA gym sometimes in the morning and then I'm sparring for real and then <laughs> get in the face I'm like hey bro that's a receipt right there yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get you bro and they're like yeah and I'm like oh never mind <laughs> forget where you're at <laughs> I don't get it. you know what I thought I saw that when Brock Lesnar first just came back from uh -huh. and he whacked <laughs> Cena and Cena got busted uh -huh. I'm like I think Brock didn't know how to you know yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there's times when I'm live, and I'm like, I don't think he knows. You can just see him. He just goes right in, and I'm like, especially that one when, when he just attacked Cena the, that one Monday after uh, WrestleMania. Oh, he, he was lame. Yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, I yeah. think, I, and uh, my son's watching. He's like, I think he's punching for real, Dad. And I'm like, I think it's just, that's Brock's mentality. He hasn't done this in so long that he probably just has that. He doesn't that, know how to pull yeah, back those punches. Back. Yeah. So, but now you can clearly see he does, but you know, but I, when, I remember that, that's when, when you asked him that, I'm like, yeah, how do you, you know, 
the mentality has to click on you right away. Like, hey. Well, training some of the, so I have two young students who are in uh, high school wrestling and won't lock up. And I taught them how to lock mm -hmm. up, right? Once they feel comfortable, I start teaching them how to do this, do the other. Okay, now let's put it all together. Let's go ahead and let's do the lockup. I'll get you in the headlock, whip me off, tackle, and you take that bump. Because, you know, I'm teaching them how to bump and stuff. So we'll go to lock up, and they bring so me tight. in nice and tight. Oh and like, whoo! Like, all right, that's real nice. You just gotta loosen up, bro. Loosen up a little, loosen. Because I feel that tenseness, like in the back of the head, like, ooh. And then on the arm, he, they pull me in nice and tight. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, one of my trainers was like that when I first uh, started. Like, we locked up. Uh-huh. And uh, Jake Atlas, everybody knows Jake Atlas, right? Yeah. And so we, we, locked, we locked up. He goes, ooh, hey, whoa, relax. You got to let me move you. I was like, oh, okay. And then, like, it took... It took time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gotta let me move you. That's, yeah, I'm that's like, I lock so up early. with the kid, and like, oh, he's like tensed he's, up. It's like a ball of yeah, muscle. Yeah. And he's just like ready, and, and his feet are like, I just hope this guy doesn't try to knee me in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, man. Yeah. Well, we're a little bit past our time. Okay. So we're gonna have to wrap it up. So I think we're gonna have to do a little more interview with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I think you got into it. <laughs> yes, I did. I don't know, man. No, it's okay. Well, no, hey, this was this was. Yo, there's still a little bit in the in the basement. You know? <laughs> Are we gonna say shit? No, we, we we definitely enjoy having you here, and we definitely like you to come back. Yeah, this was our first. Um, this was an idea that um, myself and and um, somebody uh, from the, Richard from doing the order had always discussed. It would be a cool thing to have maybe a, a rotating chair uh -huh. so we so you're our, our guinea pig for it <laughs> and it was really it, it worked and i enjoyed it and uh, besides the kofi kingston stuff so but i want to make sure yeah you you're more than welcome to join us every week oh. if you want <laughs> when you're not when you have a free sunday oh, definitely. <laughs> so go ahead and uh well let everybody know where you're gonna where they can find you wrestling wise and Ooh. on your social oh, media stuff friday the 19th of April, we will be at Santino's Brothers Dojo, and uh, start show starts at eight, and uh, it's called We Run the City. That's our show, and uh, it's gonna be at the dojo. So there's gonna be some good matches. It's gonna be uh, Eli versus Vandergriff, Jake Atlas, and uh, Ruby and Lucas versus uh, PI's Partners in Crime with Bomb, Bomb Squad and a Slice Boogie. That's going to be a good match. Uh, Heather Monroe and uh, Dom Kubrick, they're going to fight too. Robbie Phoenix and Zopre, that's going to be a good one. Mm. That's going to be a real good one. Yeah, this is, and it's going to be me versus uh, D Swizzle, uh, Don, uh, Donnie Suarez. Oh, that's okay. a really fun one too. So. All right. And your social media and Facebook? Oh, my social media is uh, Good Luck RJ. So, anyway, uh, Twitter and Instagram. You might get a lot of, of the, the girls following you. Oh, yeah. Right. About that. <laughs> His grandma. And it, and it, and it, forget it. Hector, where can they find you? Uh, you I, had a, I had a perfect setup line and you took it from me. Sorry. Oh, and Saturday, Anoki Dojo will be here. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. And get your tickets here, too. Yes, we have the Wrestling Guy store, 6085 State Street, Huntington Park, California 90255. And you can find me on. Instagram and Twitter, but most of all on YouTube at Rio Hector Canales, where we unbox current and retro toys and some of my past wrestling matches where David and I talk 
smack on them. Yes. My own matches. I like to talk smack on my own things because I I like to laugh at myself sometimes, you know? (laughs) And my favorite referee. (laughs) At you. Um, No, don't worry. Nobody behind you. And this Matt. <laughs> Thank you for having me, David. Shakes. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, Lord Alfred Shakes. And if you need any uh, walkthroughs or game tips, you can follow Dark Grapple B26 on YouTube. All right, and for the Wrestling Guy store, I would like to thank uh, all of you guys for being on and dealing with my craziness. And of course, for. Always remembering that Daniel Bryan is the greatest WWE champion of all time. According to you. Uh, I would also so follow us at TheWrestlingGuysStore.com or on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TheWrestlingGuysStore. Uh, or come on down to the store, 6085 State Street, Huntington Park, California, 90255. And you can also meet uh, TJ Perkins, a.k.a. TJP, the first uh, inaugural Cruiserweight Classic winner. And also the relaunch of the Cruiserweight division, the first champion of the relaunch of the Cruiserweight division here on Saturday, May 4th from 12 to 2 p.m. And you can buy tickets or get more information on that on the wrestlingguystore.com. And you can also get tickets here for, like, he met, like RJ mentioned, for the Inoki Dojo show on Saturday, April 20th. All right. Uh, for all of us here at the Wrestling Guy Store... We're out of here. Oh, by the way, Stacey Keebler is still hot at the toilet. Savage is better than Daniel Bryant.